Hello, and welcome to the New York City K-Pop Girls Podcast. I'm your co-host, Emily. And I'm Charity. Woohoo! We did it! Welcome to our first podcast, ladies and gents. Um, We're super excited to be doing this. Huge K-pop fans, and we figured during quarantine, why not talk about what we're most passionate about with each other and hopefully some other people or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Bear with us. (laughs) Yeah, bear with us. We're figuring it out. Um, We'll give you a little background without getting too personal. Uh, We're both over 25. We reside in the greatest city in the world, New York City. Uh, we're huge music fans. We both have some industry experience. I met Charity working for a music company. Um, and I used to write a podcast, a pop culture podcast, and that's actually how I got into K-pop, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. And Charity, you've hosted talks and you're like a real journalist, right? (laughs) Um, yeah, I've, um, I work for a large tech company and one of my side projects is, uh, interviewing, celebrities and chefs and music people of the sorts. And um, yeah. Yeah. So we've got some cred here, people. We're not just fangirls. Although there's nothing wrong with being fangirls because obviously we're the ultimate. <laughs> so hopefully we can mesh the two and not sound completely ridiculous while doing this. But um, every week we're going to talk about what's going on in K-pop with our favorite groups, new releases, just all the good stuff. And we're going to focus primarily on our favorite groups, but I'm sure, as always, we'll be introduced to some new stuff. Um, we started focused on one group, and now I think we're the biggest multis in the universe. Yeah, so many. I can't even keep straight. <laughs> I know. It's overwhelming, and there's new stuff every day. So there's never going to be – I feel like we're never going to have a lack of content to go over on the pod. Well, they also always are releasing content every single day, all of them. I can't every even day. keep up. Oh. I, I know. I know. Luckily, we love it because it's a lot. Um, so why don't we – let's talk about how we got into K-pop, why this well, is would be our beautiful. biggest passion. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yes. So I used to write a pop culture blog, and part of that was kind of live tweeting award shows, especially music stuff. And I was live tweeting the American Music Awards in 2017, and I kept seeing tweets, BTS on the AMAs, BTS, BTS, BTS. And I saw a clip of them earlier that week, but it didn't pay attention. So I thought, okay, that's the Korean boy band. And then I saw them on the red carpet. And one of them was so charming and they looked really cute. And I thought, hmm, maybe maybe I'm interested. I want to see what these guys can do. And I was just completely blown away. And and full disclosure, at the very beginning, I thought this is so weird. It was so different from anything I'd ever seen. It took me a few you know, seconds or a minute into their performance. And then I thought, ooh, I like this. And by the end of the show, I had already Googled You hear it all the time in K-pop fandoms. I just wanted to know their names. That's exactly what I did. I Googled their names and was like, okay, this is a great band. And I I think I text you guys. Yeah, you texted texted, uh, (laughs) our group text and sent it to us. And I watched it immediately. And was (laughs) I sadly, I was very um, 
pulled in by them, but I my official snatching wasn't until later, which we'll talk about that. But I was yes, pulled in. Yes. I immediately was drawn to Nam June, obviously. Yep. And yep. Who, who is my bias. Um and and then you would always send me stuff and I would look on Twitter some, <laughs> but I was not I was not hardcore. I pushed it Let's be real. I pushed it like a dog pusher. And I do that when I'm really enthusiastic about stuff. When I'm really enthusiastic, like I talked to my dad earlier today for an hour about K-pop and I could tell he was starting to lose interest, you know, like, okay, well, I've got to get going. And then I was like, by the way, did you watch the BTS carpool karaoke yet? I really think you should watch it. You get their personalities. It's so funny. And he's like, no, I didn't see that, which I know I said it to him the right when it came out. So he just didn't watch it. But don't worry, I sent it again. So First, <laughs> I push things free. on people. It's, yeah, I, you know what? If I'm so passionate about something, I can't help it. I just want to talk about it. And I want to share the passion with people. And BTS, they just, they snatched me pretty quickly. And, you know, Charity and I, we grew up loving boy bands. We're both yeah. music nerds. Um, so... This kind of felt like when I saw them, oh, this is right up our alley. And then little did I know, they're not like the boy bands we're used to. This is a whole different world. And you're about to get into it. So hardcore. And now, fast forward, two and a half years later, um, we've gone to multiple concerts. I spend so much of my free time around this. I I plan my life around it, to be honest. (laughs) We've kind of, this is our life now. Um, so wait, maybe we should talk about, maybe we should share our biases, kind of our biases in our favorite groups, and if any of those changed, because um, I would like to hear that. I always want to know when I meet people who are K-pop fans, who their bias is, who their record is. So let's well, get into my, that. My bias for BTS was immediately and has stayed Nam June. <laughs> He's my- He's my ultimate the entire time. (laughs) I see that charity is the most loyal. My my poor ass pops around like you know. She stays so loyal to her bias, and she has been in love with Jude from the second she was introduced to BTS. Yeah, I was like, that's my favorite immediately. Yeah, Um, and then you know, I do have a wandering eye to Yoongi, obviously. But he's uh, not, he's my wrecker. He's not, he's definitely, for sure. no, he's not my ultimate, but I do love him. Um, for and sure. Your bias has fluctuated Ugh. a bit. I've had a journey. I've had a journey. <laughs> uh, when I saw BTS, I, when I saw them being interviewed, it was Nam June doing the interview and he was so cute. I thought, look how cute this guy is. Oh my God. Um, so, I, and that's what second I was like, I love him. And then during the performance, you know, they were doing DNA and Jungkook just stole that from me. I was like, yeah. who is this guy in the blue and red jacket? And then that night I watched the mic drop video and my eye, I think you know who your bias is because your eye goes to them. Mm-hmm. That's who you end up paying attention to. And it was Jungkook and ultimate, he's, pro- he's my ultimate bias, love of my life, the whole thing. And then something happened uh, last year. <laughs> last Shocker. year, uh, a lot happened and <laughs> we were fortunate enough to see them in concert multiple times. And in Chicago during the stadium tour, uh, Tay just really snatched me when he was on that bed doing singularity. I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. It and we good. saw him do singularity. The first leg of that tour, um, that was at the Prudential center, right? Yeah. 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 That and, was, that and was it was when good. I got snatched. 
Yes, that was our first BTS concert. Our first K-pop concert was um, at the Prudential Center in 2018. Yeah. And Tay was good, but he really upped his game. He came for blood during that stadium tour. The whole thing on the bed, taking off the rope. Something just happened. And I really swerved from JK. And, you know, JK made some decisions that I wasn't crazy about. (laughs) Also, there was just some stuff going on. I'm personally... uh, not a fan of certain hairstyles and shallow things. <laughs> <laughs> there were some things that I wasn't going to have you. It's a long story short. I swerved hard to Tay and he became my bias and Charity tried to talk me out of it. She's very I loyal. Did. I was like, I don't care. I'm, do- I'm done with JK forever. I would Tay now. Um, and only, <laughs> only recently has it changed back. Recently in the past month, uh, JK, uh, I'm, I'm team Jungkook once again. Um, and I think I always will be. He's just, he's my, he's my bias. He's my BTS bias. I may swerve. I may have a new bias for a second, but JK is my ultimate. And then my wrecker of course goes back and forth, but I think it's always been uni. Like yeah. always, he's just like, uni is like, his personality won me over so much. Um, in Tay, I I love Tay, but those are the, those are the BTS biases. I'm JK and my records Uni and Tay. Charity's name June and another Uni Wrecker. Yeah. But you still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me loading them up on? It, it only takes structure. And, and you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah, know what I mean. So, do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? You mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying. Oh, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah, yeah. We all artists, man. We go. You feel me? We gonna have this like. Me and my man, like me and my man Kai, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this (laughs) shit. I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. I gotta lie, don't play with it. Take that shit serious. Speaking of, I know that you also watched Break the Silence. The best. I mean, I feel like they put us on a very big emotional roller coaster. And I was very sad when I watched it last night, the last one. Oh, my God. The final episode, episode six. I just That was a gut punch. Because I feel like – and I assume it's because Jen's going to leave for the military next year. They're trying to prepare us for the ending. But it really, really just made me so sad that there is going to come a time when they are not going to be – a part of our life anymore. Yeah. And that makes me really sad because I really Yeah. I'm already sad that we because of the quarantine, we didn't get to go to the show last weekend. Ugh. Really depressing. So we Ugh. haven't seen them in a year. And yep. basically this whole- And just think about too, you know what I've been thinking about too? Sorry to cut you off, but I was thinking about this yesterday because like I was revisiting their newest album, Seven, yesterday, and I was watching music videos and stuff, and I really had never focused as much as I should have on the lyrics to On, and that's such a freaking triumphant, badass song. And you know they would have opened with it. What their concert would have been, they're at the height of their career, and I feel like what this stadium tour would have been 
it would have been so phenomenal. Yeah. It's so phenomenal. And I think we were so excited to see the new stages and the new concert. It's just really depressing for everyone in quarantine right now. There's so many armies who are missing out on this. And then so we'll talk about it later, but we yeah. we had tickets to other stuff. Like we were supposed to go to other K-pop concerts uh, as well. And now we're completely missing out, which is not the end of the world in the big, big picture, but it's sad. <laughs> it's yeah, sad for them too. Yeah. It's sad for them because they just worked on this new album and to put so much time and I'm, I'm sure preparing for the tour and then to not have it happen, not even one show got to happen, um, which I guess it's probably, so it's probably better that one show didn't get to happen because then everyone isn't doesn't feel like they missed out. So we all missed out. No one got to see any of it. Um, yeah. And I just True. feel bad for New Army, who has never seen them in concert. Yes. That's what yes. I would be heartbroken. Like we've seen them three times. Three times. Three times. Oh, last um, night's of our life. I know. They're all gone. And the <laughs> concerts go by so fast. And they're on stage. Like, there's no openers. They're on stage for two and a half hours. It's Phenom- amazing. Honestly, I would say it's the best concert yeah. I've ever Hands seen. Down. Because down. the energy they put into it, the fact that their vocals are live when they're dancing like that, I didn't yeah. believe it. When I watched the AMAs, I was like, well, they have to be lip syncing, but that's still no, pretty yeah. impressive. No, they JK do not flying lip-sync. around on his little like <laughs> his little Peter Pan contraption. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Let me just fly around the stadium." And Peter Pan up there is flying right? around the whole entire stadium at a hundred miles an hour. Leave it to him to find it. Clear right? as can be. <laughs> like, what oh. the heck? I'm they sure he would have so... had some kind of crazy idea for his little solo. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. He's like, I want to fly. And they're like, okay. <laughs> like, shoot me out like, of the cannon. <laughs> and, and I'll still hit that note. And I'll still have black control. Like, right? they're, so, they're so phenomenal with that yeah. stuff. It's The live concert, it's amazing. It's the best thing I, I've ever seen. And I think even if I wasn't a fan going to see them live, they just blow you away on top of the fact, and this is very superficial, but I couldn't believe how good looking they were when we first saw them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Because they look so perfect in pictures and on TV. I figured it's makeup, it's filters. And then you see them in person and they're better looking. They're out of any celebrity. And I think we've both seen a lot of celebrities in person. Yeah. They're like, it's from a different planet they're so handsome and perfect looking it's yeah that's it it's unreal Unreal. i'm babbling there's no words for it you're just like blown away um but yeah i thought break the silence was really good i think all of the all of their stuff when they do those they're entertaining but i think more so they remind me of why i like bts because they're so smart and insightful and sensitive and you actually get to see Yes. Yeah. That's it. And you get to see their world. I feel like when you watch other behind the scenes stuff, it's always like, I'm a practical joker when I'm on tour and like crap like that where people are, and it's so fun or it feels very surface with a lot of other artists, their stuff. It always gets to like the heart of who they are. And a lot of it really is bittersweet. Um, 
which has always drawn me in with them, obviously, because I'm a dark person. <laughs> but like, I like the dark, sad stuff and they give it to me. <laughs> but I thought this one in particular, Break the Silence, you're seeing them at the top. That Like J-Hope even says, I think, I've reached all my goals. Yeah, I don't have any other milestone. So you're seeing them at the top selling out stadiums around the world in the biggest cities. I mean, you do... Wembley and Paris and LA and New York. Yeah. It's the top of the world. And the I felt like the whole tone of it was a little bit sad, a little bit, their life isn't happy. Um, they're grateful for what they have and they enjoy inter- performing and the whole thing. But there's that moment of like, uh, who said it? Was it Jin or Yungi talking about, how he'd like to go to dinner and like to go to movies, like some of the other members, but he doesn't because he doesn't really have friends. Yeah. And he's like, ooh. Well, they definitely kind of showed the trade-off. Yes. I feel like with with Burn the Stage, you kind of see them trying to get to this level. Um, Yes. and, And it was a very different tone. It was them trying, like being very hungry to get to the top. And now that they've reached the top, the whole tone of this docuseries was them – it was being very aware that they gave up a lot to be there and that it's not going to last forever. And Yes. Yes. And really trying to enjoy it, but also knowing that they are missing out on stuff. And sad. Yes. It's it's so sad. And I think like – it's important that everyone realizes that like the show, the most amazing concert we've ever seen is because their life is nothing but that they put in so much work. This is their life. And of course they're living a lot of people's dream. I think I don't want to say everyone, but most of us have had that fantasy of being a rock star in our lives at some point. It's a dream, but like the reality of it isn't as nice as everyone thinks. And I love that they show that. I love that they talked about everyone thinks we party while we're on tour. We're too tired. We just go to our rooms alone. And then you see like the behind the scenes of when they are changing between between songs. They like have their feet in ice water. Someone's like fanning them. They're, you know, being taped up and stuff. Like, yes, all that medical tape, all that medical tape. How hard they go. Like, they really leave everything on the stage, and it really hundred percent. Um, it was one of the one of the. I think it was the European DVD that they did where JK hurt his ankle because I I forgot what he did. Was it dancing or he tripped on something? Remember (sighs) before the show. Was that then, when he had to get stitches? Yeah, was that when, when he, he stepped? Stitches, yeah, when he oh, stepped on that was, something. That was traumatizing. Girl, I was um, crying. It was, and it just, you saw what, like, him even still trying to dance yep. on it when he yeah. basically, you know, cut open his, his foot. Split open his yeah. heel. Yeah. And, and he's sitting there not crying, yeah. getting stitches, and trying to dance. Yeah. It's like, dude. They push so hard. Yeah. But it just made it, it was sad too because when they're alone in their hotel room, most of the time they're writing songs. They're working yeah. on the next album. Yeah. There's not a lot of downtime for these guys. They sacrifice so much. And I think as an army, but also just as a human being looking from the outside, like 
I respect them and appreciate yeah. what they do so much. And they deserve a lot more credit than being a K-pop group, a boy band. A lot of the labels that are put on them are so inaccurate. I get upset um, when just because there's say that. It's like you have, Yes. Oh, it's like one thing, okay, you don't you don't understand it, that's fine. I get it. But don't be dismissive about something you know nothing about, for one. Yeah. Secondly, if you took 10 minutes to look into it more, you would see how it's way different than any – yes, were they were they put together like a backstreet and a new kids? Yes, they yes. were. However, that is the extent of the – how they're really manufactured because they totally. have so much input <laughs> on, on all the songs and the producing and – Especially Nam June and and Yoongi, like they're heavily oh, yeah. involved, yeah, in every aspect oh. of it. And like, this is going to be a whole other discussion because moving forward in the podcast, we'll talk about a specific album every week from our favorite groups and do really deep dives into the songs, lyrics, the looks, the music videos, the everything else. But with BTS especially, they tell stories. Yeah. They're telling a dramatic, crazy story for four years in their yeah. music videos. That's like, the first thing so I much, tell people about them. Exactly. Yeah. There's so much, and it's heavy content. It's not like a happy-go-lucky whatever story. It's stuff that's based on Greek mythology and Korean stories from hundreds of years ago and a lot of different stuff. It's just a different level. They're so smart and so introspective. It's art in like every sense of the word. And I just wish people would open their minds and see past seven good looking guys and think this is more than a boy band. This is more than a boy band. Um, And I think maybe that's why they have so many passionate fans. It's more than surface. There's so much depth to what they create and who they are. And they let us see that. So how could you not stand? Like, I'm sorry if you don't love... BTS. If you don't love BTS, if you're not into K-pop, come on, guys. Come it's on. It's fine. You don't have to be into it, but don't be critical of something oh, you sure. don't understand. Oh my god. And the the thing that also, oh gosh, it it's a it, it just triggers me a bit when people are like, you don't even speak Korean. <laughs> well, I can't understand what they're saying. Oh my well, god. One, have you ever heard of subtitles? Right. First of have all, you, it's called Google. Yeah. You can look it up. Um, so you can also it's called google and like also you're a robot you can feel emotion when someone is yes okay that's what i was gonna say yeah yes even that's what i was gonna say i've always been into i've as you know i'm super into spanish music like love ricky martin love j-lo love mark anthony louise miguel like, I've been listening to music I don't understand for a long time. But you know what? I start to understand because I read lyrics. I studied Spanish. You get it. And you can feel – you don't even need the lyrics. Think yeah. about jazz. Think about classical music. Right? Music is the universal language. Yeah. Like, my favorite song ever is God Only Knows by the Beach Boys. I think the musical content, you don't need the lyrics. I know exactly what the song's about. And it's so beautiful and it makes me cry. If you have any, and, and this is just us talking, and I don't offend people, yeah. but if you have any emotional intelligence, yeah, if you have any EQ, if your soul is alive and you have an EQ, you can feel music. You don't need to understand every lyric. Yeah. 
So yeah, I think that's just a dismissive way of people kind of being, uh, what's the word? Xenophobic. They don't want to experience another, they don't want to experience another culture. I can't understand what they're saying. Okay. Okay. Well then this is for you because you're not going to understand the depth of the storyline throughout the songs and music videos and images, you're not going to understand what they're talking about. Yeah. It's not for you. That's and then I also the only- say, I'm like, so no one ever says when, when American bands tour in other countries, no exactly. one ever exactly. says, why do they go to other countries? No one can understand them. Exactly. And that's also oh. the first thing I say. I'm like, well, you, no one ever complains when when other American bands, yeah. English speaking bands, when the Rolling, travel, when the Rolling other- Stones are in Korea, the, right? no, they're not complaining about it. And guess what? When when English speaking bands go to non English speaking countries, look at the crowd; they know every word. Yeah. You and I know every word to these BTS songs. Yeah. No, I don't speak Korean, but I know those words. I yeah. know every word to those songs. Yeah. I mean, it's. It's just a closed mindedness. And it's sad because they, they offer so much. And I've heard people be like, I can't believe you like K-pop. You don't strike me as someone that would be obsessed with this. That's closed mindedness. You know, I don't know what that comment really means, but it's, you're being closed minded. K-pop and BTS and these groups and the music is for everyone. Music's universal. You don't have to love it, but give it a chance. Give it a chance. Watch a music video, read the subtitles. That's all you have to do. Yeah, it's not that hard. Really is. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. And I feel stupid. I can't speak the language or listeners, you'll notice we do not pronounce things right. Apologies in advance. Um, There's no no malice in that or ill intent. Uh, We just don't speak the language and we're trying, but there's names that will definitely butcher and not pronounce right. So apologies in advance. And if people want to help us, we're definitely willing to learn the correct pronunciations. Uh, But I'm not going to have nicknames for everyone just to make it easier for us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You'll learn the nicknames real quick. (laughs) Some are more obvious than others. Some are more yes. obvious than others. <laughs> yes. Some are very obvious and some are like, oh, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought we went on a tangent against the non-K-pop people. <laughs> but I thought Break the Silence was really beautiful and really sad. Um, sad because I feel bad for them. I feel like they sacrificed their lives for this. And sad because they're so insightful. Um which is a blessing and a curse. You know, I think a lot of Western acts don't think about when it's going to end. Never. Because they think and it's always going to be around. They just keep going. And then you've got these pathetic people who, you know, are trying to be hot and sexy when they're 70 and it looks awkward and the music's not good. And you have to kind of know, know the deal. And one of them said it last night when they were talking about it. He was like, we want it to be a landing, not a crash. Not yes. a crash landing, yeah. but a smooth yeah. landing. And that's exactly right. But for those of you who don't know, BTS um, thought about breaking up when their contract expired. I guess this was 2018. Yeah, it was. And yeah. Yeah. They talked about it when they won a huge award last year. Um, J-Hope, Hobie brought it up while he was giving his thank you speech and they all started crying. And it was yeah. just kind of shocking for ARMY to see that. Because they're at the top of their game and they talked about breaking up. Yeah. Um, 
And I think, and they touched on that last night and they talked about, you know, they were really, really lucky because they genuinely like each other. And most of their friends and other groups can't say the same thing. They're in groups of people they dislike. And I can imagine that. I mean, seven people, that's a lot of personalities in the room. And I, I, I would think I would get annoyed with someone. There'd be someone I never clicked with or someone I don't like. I mean, that's a lot of personality to get along, but you really do get the feeling BTS does get along. They really love each other and they're in it for each other. Um, which I guess is why they signed on and why they continued doing it. But what killed me during that conversation when it was over and they were doing their kind of confessionals and it was uni again. And he talked about that's when he wrote tear. Oh God, I know. I listened to it again last night. Like you said. <laughs> oh my God. The second yeah. I was done watching it, I listened to it with the lyric and had the lyrics in front of me. And I always thought that's such an emotional song. Yeah. Uh, they really it's one of my favorites. Off. When you see them perform it live, first of all, when they kill you when you see them perform live, um, at least during the Love Yourself tour, because they did Epiphany by Jin, then The Truth Untold with a vocal line, and then Tear with a rap yeah. line. So, like, get through that without crying, and you'll, I, I don't, I don't know who you are because I hyperventilate, cry, I can't <laughs> handle it. Like, ugly tears streaming down my face. I can't breathe. It's so emotional. So emotional. Um, But I always felt like that song, it was so emotional. And there was a lot of really heavy stuff coming through. And to me, it makes so much more sense knowing it was about them breaking up. Because it didn't feel quite like a normal romantic breakup. Yeah. Yeah. And then it felt reading the lyrics. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's a tough song. And he said he played it for them and they all cried. Well, I mean, I, f- I feel like because especially like the emotion behind it now, having, you know, them having moved past it and every time they perform it is, I feel like is very, is, it's just, I can't think of the word. Um, there. Well, it's that, yeah. It's that thing of like, you know, you went through that and it hurts yeah. so bad and it's a trigger of a really difficult time. Uh, and letting go and just hitting that moment of the anger, the anger, the fear, the tear, the whole thing in that song. It's a powerful song. Uh, so yeah, that like shook me last night. I wasn't expecting it. And when I watched that, I was like, Ooh, afterwards I texted you and was like, just wait, I'm not going to spoil it, but Ooh. Yeah, it was, it was definitely super heavy. And it just made me, again, it made me sad that, they were thinking of breaking up because, again, I'm sure the pressure that they all talk about they were under, yeah. the microscope they were under Ugh. was coming to a head. And they had to make a choice. Do we do this longer and have no life? A different life. Because yeah. obviously they yeah. have a life, but it's very different. And they don't Ugh. have privacy. And they don't They don't have do relationships. They, yeah. they don't have – they don't have what Western celebrities have. I think yeah. that's something that shocked me when I got into the fandom and started yeah. really becoming um, interested in K-pop was the difference of how they're expected to behave compared to our celebrities. Yeah. Um, it's That's a whole other, that's a great talking point that we can yeah. go off on forever because there's yeah. a lot there. But it's just, they've sacrificed everything 
they don't get vacation. They don't get Christmas. They don't see their parents. Like their life is really dramatically different. And there's always and people are always filming. There's always, always. a BTS or a docu-series or a Bond Lives. Or yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's always, they're very highly produced in every aspect of their life. Even if they're just Ugh. trying to unwind after a yep. show in their room. Some there's a camera them with a camera. Yeah. Yep. It, when they come out of the hotel room, there's a camera. Yeah. Like they have cameras on them probably 23 hours a day. I mean, yeah. it would be overwhelming to be recorded that much. I think that affects your personality dramatically. So you BTS, we love, we, yeah. Oh, for sure. All you can all you worry about then is how you're being perceived and did yeah. you say the wrong thing and then people don't like you and, in any aspect of media, that's a really difficult place to be. You get in your head quite a bit about every everything. I can't imagine what they're how they feel. Yeah. Um, but, but BTS, we love you. We appreciate everything you've done. Like yeah. big time. A lo- uh, we get it. A lot of people get it. Um, and part of that makes me feel guilty sometimes. I'm like, oh, like I feel guilty that I'm helping kind of pump the machine into these guys and all the money and keep the train going when the lifestyle for them may not be as glamorous as we think. But then I watch them and I realize they really are so passionate about what they're doing. They love, they love it. Um, So then I feel a little bit better. They love it and they love the fans and feel a lot happier seeing people at the concerts. (laughs) So as long as they're in it, I'm in it. I think they know too that there is definitely an expiration date because, you know, they'll have to start going into the military. So yeah. that is definitely when they like, you know, there's like an end in sight of some sorts. Yes. Um, so I feel like that's probably easier for them to grapple with of knowing that you can push 150,000% if you know the the time is oh, there's one year left or however many years left. I don't know how many years are left on our contract. I assume it goes through military service, but I'm not really sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it's definitely – and it kind of segues into the other thing we're going to talk about is uh, Yoongi's new album, oh. which I feel like he then went into very – because I feel like he's super – you know, he definitely focuses more on like the dark and emotional things – and yes. basically the album to me was just, you know, D2 was talking about the sacrifices he's made to pursue yep. his dreams and yep. he, the friendships he's lost and how yeah. he's been judged and what yep. he had to go through. Um, it, oh, God, it was really good. Um, oh, my God, that album. I feel like it yeah, tells a no. story. Like you listen to it and for sure. you read the lyrics. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, so sure. cohesive, yeah. which I think it's also missing in music today. There used to be cohesive albums, and now it's just single, 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 feature, feature, feature. Yeah. I'm so sick of albums where you look at the track list and it's featuring somebody. It's like, well, you don't need a feature. Just release your stuff. These albums tell a story, and the good ones really are cohesive. And yeah, I think it's perfect time to segue into D2 because, um, Wow. Yeah. It's a piece of work. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, I love it. I give it a great grade. I mean, I think it's a really strong album. 
It's so what aggressive. Was your, it's so um, like, what was your favorite song? The first time I listened to it, um, I love Burn It. Oh my God, uh, that's mine too. That. <laughs> yeah, the vocal. You see? I taste, love the it. Taste, I love it. The taste jumped out. I think the the vocalist on that is phenomenal. What's his name? Max. Max, or, Max. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and, and I just loved it. I just thought the melody yeah. and the lyrics were great. Um, I thought I like the opener. I think Moonlight is really cool and yeah. the lyrics are nice. And I like um the little interlude set me free. It's kind of like it reminds me of Shadow from the last album, the whole like I don't want to do this. I wanted this. Yeah. But yeah, now I'm right. now I'm in a prison of this kind of reality and I just want to be free. It, it it felt very much in that tone. Um and then obviously the first single, which how do we pronounce it? I'm trying to like I'm trying to I'm trying to remember the how he says that music video. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry everyone, we can't pronounce anything, but I love the music video. Um, I know I he, one, he looked so hot as, was he like uh, samurai, I assume of some sort? The, no, um, the whole story is it's like a crazy mad King oh. and this other guy comes back to kill him. And he wants to cut his head off. Hence the, yeah. with his hands tied yeah. behind his back with the, the mad sword. King's yeah. always cutting yeah. people's heads off, That's nice. but the, like, um, Auguste, he like then plays the good guy too, who like, has the, the guy that's supposed to cut his head off, he's in on it and he hands him the gun. And that's what he's doing at the end is killing the Mad King. Mm. I, the yeah. lyrics in and I feel like he's talking shade to someone. Because he mentioned, <laughs> he mentioned him coming from a talent show. He came so hard. <laughs> I love the lyric. I love the lyrics because the whole lyric of Kata is like, I'm the king. I'm the boss. Um, he does that whole thing where he's like, I don't need to flex. Everyone knows my name. I'm yeah. the king of the whole world. Like, and he's right. I don't think when you talk about rappers in general, um, but especially K-pop rappers, Suga's never off the list of the best. He's no. he's the best. I mean, he's yeah. there. Like, he's just so good. He has such a unique uh, sound. Yes. And yeah. hard. He's hard and aggressive yeah. and emotional. Yeah. And I think it connects with a lot of people. But his flow and his timing, I love what he does. I love, ugh, I love it. But I just, I love the really aggressive ballsy lyrics and then yeah he says he, multiple times he yeah. calls somebody a little pill popper pill pop. and that they popper. came they came from, from a talent, talent show. show and we have you know what a shit you know. show he goes you know, talent show. What a show. <laughs> yeah i feel like there's a couple suspects that are pretty strong in that um, <laughs> yeah. i'm we not sure if we names, should give our theory right <laughs> I think we shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. But I, I felt like that. Yeah. I felt like the, when I was too, I thought, I think I know who he's talking about. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. Immediately. All I, right. I had an idea. And I don't think, <laughs> right. I feel like when I see them at award shows together, they're very friendly. Um, yeah. They're, they're, they're like cordial, but yeah, like, cordial, I yeah. BTS, BTS has always been on the outskirts. So yeah. they don't have like label mates to hang out with it, those yeah. things. Yeah. And that's I feel sure. like they're always kind of on their own. Like they'll smile at people and be cordial, but I've never seen them act like 
besties with another group and yeah. all the other groups do like i feel like you can watch um 17 monster x they love each other they're buddies all of the sm groups are obviously yeah, yeah. i'm kind of bts has always been on their own uh i think that, yeah, was I very, that was very done very deliberately by for sure. yeah for sure everything's very deliberate. deliberate about it yeah of course of course um but, but i, I did like- think like oh go ahead wow no, I was just thinking, yeah, wow. I, I was I yeah, I was surprised at how how you could tell who he was talking about um based on the lyrics for sure. Yeah. Um yeah. And then and then like in and Burnett, I feel like we can all kind of relate where he's, you know, basically yeah. walking away from your past self, like a different version of yeah. yourself. And although it's hard to do that. Yeah. It's inevitable. And, well, and that's and that seems to be a real theme with him. If yeah, you think about really, yeah. yeah. It's always burned. Think about like the I need you video and that whole storyline was him burning down his house and yeah. killing himself in it. Yeah. And then <laughs> that's what he did. And then yeah. in tear, like his one of his biggest verses in tear, I, I think it's like a hug. He says, burn it, burn it, like yeah. burn it all down. Kind of saying you know, fine, let's burn it all down, burn what we built. And he bring he brings that up quite a bit, that yes. concept of burning it down. That's yeah. a real real sugar uni Augusti. I feel like burning he has, things. He clearly <laughs> has a lot. I wouldn't say it's necessarily a chip on his shoulder, but I feel like yeah. he's definitely trying to prove something because yeah. he talks a lot about Having, you know, like he's the king, he wants to be the king, like he did in Shadow, like he did in Day Shwita, pardon my pronunciation. Yeah. Then, um, where did I? I'm trying to think of a song where he's always like big house, big car, big ring. Um, Oh, he does that in Shadow, then he does it again. And what do you think? He's like big big house, big car, big ring. Um, And I, (laughs) I, I'd say we get it. Yes, you do have all those things now. but I yeah, think for he's, sure he's, he's clear as he should. He, he's definitely flexing. And then in one song, um, it was I think it was the last song, uh, "Dear My Friend." Basically, yeah. like where he, you know someone he was clearly really good friends with, who yeah. Yeah. you know that he had a tough life. Like he was like when he was a trainee, he was a delivery kid. You know he yeah, and he like busted up his shoulder when he was doing it, and he didn't want to like tell because he didn't want to get in trouble for having to work. Yeah. And well, yeah. he definitely had very humble beginnings. And it sounds like this yeah. friend in the song also did too. And they've grown apart for whatever reason. And yeah. he's clearly he's sad about it, but he misses this person. But clearly he's happy that they've grown apart. But it's definitely this dichotomy of like his old life and his new life. And I feel like yeah, I think it's with, with it. I do too. Yeah. I think he struggles with the whole <sighs> – the thing of when you come from nothing and you come from yeah. kind of a bad background and now you're not in it, but you still are that person and you always will be. Yeah. And you don't want to turn your back on who that person was. Uh, but who th- but who that person was and what they were around were a lot of like bad negative things. And I also think too, just to be devil's advocate, a lot of times when he's doing like the big rug and big car thing, I think it's almost a play on what a lot of hip hop artists do where that's all their song is about with no substance. And he's kind of going, yeah, Yeah. I got, I got that. Like, cause it'll just be a line. Like I got that. Yeah. And next, like it's there, but it's not the subject matter of the song. It's a, 
obviously I have everything everyone else has. I'm the biggest rapper in Korea. Look at me type of thing with, but then he adds on all this heavy subject matter and context to it. Um, Cause I don't think he, he doesn't want to be that guy. He wants to be, he wants to share his pain with us, but not too much. <laughs> if that makes yeah. sense. No, for, I, I, yeah, I, I just like that. He always, he's very much himself and that's he's always. not like this. Any other person. Always. I feel like he definitely is who he is. Um, yeah. I don't think you get two different versions of him. Um, yeah, no, for like sure. I feel like I love Hobie, but I feel like Hobie on stage and Hobie in interviews is different. Different Hobie, and he even said it. He even said it. And to yeah. to jump back to break the silence, he even said that J Hope is a he created J different Hope for person. stage. Yeah, for the stage. Yep. Um, Which a lot of people do. I mean, yeah. Beyonce talks about that. She's nervous yeah. and. A very different person. So Sasha Fierce is who she created when she goes on stage. That's who she is. I think yeah. it, it it's a kind of mechanism a lot of artists use. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's different with with Sugar. He has yeah he he is who he is. He you see his heart sure. and you see who he is. Yeah. And with that comes vulnerability that other artists maybe don't show. Um, yeah. But yeah, I love it. I mean, I'm I'm here for it. I want to see all of that. I want to see the ugly scars and all of that stuff. <laughs> I'm no, much yeah. more on that side. I uh, definitely feel like when like the, like not to take anything away from any other of the K-pop groups we like because we like them for different reasons. Um, for sure. But I feel like BTS. It's rare that a song is a song. It is so rare that this is a song. And I feel like some of the other artists, although we love them too, they're more like the Western, you know, the Western artists, like a song is a song. It's just songs on an album. There's no, there's nothing relates. And I don't for sure BTS. And I think Nim June, when he was talking about when he did his solo album, um, Mono, he did it with the intent of it being in order, listened to in order. And I feel like a lot of with, you know, that's why they have the, you know, the intros and the, and the interludes and the, um, the outros because their albums are, first off, there's usually a series. It's usually more than one. And it, it all usually, it's a cohesive thing. And even a lot of times, even on, on, um, like Boy With Love was a play on, Boy in Boy love. And love. Yeah, it's a few albums ago. Like it, it, things so always, long ago. always connect. There's always some kind of yes, connection. Um, for sure. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of worth. A lot of other music is just music. It's just yeah, like I have an idea. Yeah. I'm gonna do this song, and I'm gonna that's do an right. album, and it's gonna be kind of like this. Yeah, and that's it. And yeah. you know, some of that you get great stuff from, but BTS and their catalog and what they do, it's just very different. And it really is art. It's a work of art. It's not yeah. just yeah. throwaway songs um, that are forgettable or that don't matter. All of their stuff matters because it ties into everything else. So it it for means sure. something. Yeah, for sure. No, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, that's great. But I loved the album. I thought it was a. It, it was everything I would want from his album, you know, the yeah. aggressive rap, the introspective stuff. Um, I love his stuff. I think it's neat that the rap line is so different 
In other groups, the rap line seems to be a little more um, similar. Yeah. The way that they flow and their style is always very complimentary and very similar. Yeah, These guys complement each other, but boy, are they different. Those three so rappers different. are so different. I love them all too. I mean, I think they all play to their strengths. Uh, but when they release their solo projects is when I really think like, okay, do I vibe with this more? than his or do I like them all or whatever and I always like Jungi's yeah his projects just uh, there's just a grittiness a hardness to what he does yes. that's he, different he definitely always has grittiness I I, I really like that because I feel like it's it's real it's not anything that's, yes that's very manufactured in any way um, not exactly exactly yeah. he, he it's that whole vulnerability thing. And, you know, yeah. you see that he's been through stuff. You can you can hear it. You can feel it. And yeah. he yeah. lets us into that part of his world. So I'm grateful to him because I love it. I want to stay in that world. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll live in that world. Wait, can we talk about the Jungkook and Jin uh, cameo in the video? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> well, when I first saw it, I, I, when I first watched it, it wasn't until you, you pointed it out because I saw I – saw, Yungi like bump bump into someone or someone bump into him. Yes. I did not know it was Jen until you told me, and then I went and paused it. He was so all the makeup on him. The only reason I knew is because you told me. I had no idea, and I saw him. I looked right I, at him. <laughs> I knew it was him because I looked at him. You know, the camera did something different on him than it did on everyone else. So I my I, my focus went to him for a second. I'm like Jen, and then I saw you know JK comes running in and punches him. <laughs> it was cute. I like the version. I watched like you know one of the I don't know if it was a Bang Tang Bomb or what, but this showed kind of the making of the video. And there was a version where after they bump into him, they both turn around and start dancing behind him and hyping him. I kind of love that. I'm like, I would have loved that so much. It's just so cute to see them there and like supporting him. And they, I thought it was support adorable. Each other whenever they shoot, always their, like, solo they videos, love each other. Yeah, it's I love yeah. it. I really, do. I do too. Just Team BTS all the way. Um, for our listeners, Charity and I had a special night on Saturday because we were supposed to go to the concert <laughs> at MetLife. We had great seats that we worked very hard to get. So many lotteries to go through. All of you fans know there's a lot of lotteries. Connections don't work with BTS. Like you have to just get the tickets through Ticketmaster yourself and deal with it. And we really tried hard. <laughs> we went through a lot and we got great seats and we were yeah. so freaking excited for this concert. Yeah. So I think we were both a little depressed um, on Saturday. So I was like, well, why don't we watch a concert together? <laughs> together apart. Together, together apart. We both live in New York City, but... We're staying in our apartments. We're responsible people. We're recording this remotely. Um, but we watched the Love Yourself uh, at City Field. Oh, we watched yeah. Love Yourself City yeah. Field, and it was just amazing and so much fun. And I danced around my apartment, scaring my dog. Yeah, me too. And it was great. <laughs> <laughs> and it was I've a great seen night. Concert so many times, and I've seen this, and I have all the videos: the Europe one, the New York one, the Seoul one. We and we've seen it in all the the movies that they release because I have forget how many it's been now and I I yeah. still can sit and watch it and still be so mesmerized and still be me so too excited, even though I've seen me it too. so many times now me too and it yeah. goes so fast it, yeah, goes, it goes so really fast fast. two and a half hours I felt like I was watching it for a half hour it was just like right? wow this is phenomenal. So 
So that was our fun BTS weekend, but we do like other groups as well. Uh, BTS is who got us into it. So we decided to kick off, kick off our podcast talking about the originals in our eyes, the ones that got us into it. But then we were exposed because of BTS, because of Stan Twitter to so many other groups and finally started paying attention, I guess, last year. Is that when yeah. it was? Yeah. 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 And our world just opened up. So oh God, right. <laughs> we we love Monster X. Um NCT. We can talk about Evan. NCT one two seven. Super M. We XO. saw them at Madison Square Garden and they were amazing. Love EXO. Um Mama Moo. A tease. A tease, Mama Moo. Yeah. We're fans. Yeah. So Together, we've got a lot together tomorrow. Tomorrow together, I forget. Oh, TXT. TXT, yeah. <laughs> Is it TXT? I just call them TXT. TXT. I always, I don't know. I, I, I call them TXT. TXT. Me too, but I feel like they always say T by T. I'm like, no, wow. it's TXT. Anyways, sorry everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we call them what we want, but they're great. <laughs> yeah, we just we just kind of make up our own shit. But oh, sorry for the swear words too. But uh, <laughs> so. Really quickly, um, we'll do our biases in a few of these groups, and then we're going to talk about another solo album that we were really excited about that came out this week. Yes. But let's just get into um, the first group that kind of made me a multi was Monsta X. When I oh, started yes. watching them, I was like, Charity, this group is really good. We've got to get into that. It was the song that snatched me that you sent to me, because I think you probably were listening to them before me, it was last summer. It was Who Do You Love? Yeah. And yeah. I put that on repeat for like a week and I was upset. Yeah. Like I immediately yeah. snatched. And you know, I didn't, I saw pictures of them on Stan Twitter and stuff. I've seen all these yes, groups. And yeah, I just wasn't yeah. interested. All I cared yeah. about was BTS. Yeah. Same. And then I listen every Friday. I listen to Spotify new music Friday, um, to see what's out and kind of get introduced to new music and stay on top of that stuff. So I was listening to it while I was like unloading the dishwasher and I was like, oh, this is a great song. What a great song. Who is this? Which boy band is this? And it was Monsta X. And I thought, this is the K-pop boy band with those like beefy guys. You know, the guys are always so buff in Monsta X. Yeah, yeah. So then I just became a huge fan and we started following them. And um, who are our biases in Monsta X? Well, when I first watched... I remember it was the video because Who Do You Love didn't have a video yet. So it was Play It Cool was the video that we both watched to figure out who yes. our biases are. So in Play It yes. Cool, immediately, Juhan, that's who jumped out yes. at me immediately. Um, yes. I really, really loved him. He was definitely – he snatched me pretty quickly. Um, and it wasn't until – and I was trying to think who – oh, and then Chang was my – I am – was my wrecker. And, yes. And I couldn't really, I was going between two of them and it wasn't until I watched, we watched some of the behind like the docu-series that they did where we really saw their personalities. And for the first time ever, I switched my bias. <gasps> big, big yeah. news. It was big. It was huge. Because when I watched yeah. Play Cool, Shonu, I thought he was so handsome, but I'm like, oh, he looks like he's probably so into himself. It's totally not my type. Yes, he's attractive, but I just wasn't vibing with him. And then we watched – I forget the name of the docuseries. Um, and you just saw how sweet he was and he's like a little nerdy and just so humble and like the dad of the group and completely different personality than what he 
you know, is on stage. Yes. Um, no, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And, and then Juhan, I liked him, but he just was – he his personality was different. It just didn't – I just wasn't vibing with it. Like, he's funny, but mm-hmm. – and then, yeah, so my bias switched to Shonu hardcore. I mean, I swerved yeah. big. And then Juhan became my wrecker. Um, but, yeah, Shonu is yeah. definitely – sometimes he definitely competes big time for ultimate with, with June. Um, but June's definitely my ultimate, but yeah, I love Shonu. Yeah. 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 No, however, I've really, had a bit of a, really, a little I, really <laughs> I have swerved in that group. I mean, there's <laughs> BTS. I had an understandable swerve because yes. Tay did singularity and yes. JK, there were things I wasn't happy about, but <laughs> that was understandable. In this group, I might just be OT7 because, like, I have yeah. gone from one to another to another to another to another <laughs> since I started liking them. When I saw their first music video, I was like, oh, I think I like that one, which is Key. Um, key. We call him Key. 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 Uh, key. Yeah. yeah. And Key Han. was your wrecker. And I was like, he's kind of cute. But then, like, when I watched the next video, I was like, no, I think I like this guy. And it was Minnie, Minyak. And we call him Minnie. I loved Minnie for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't know. My record, I was I am for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Wan Hu was always right there. He almost became oh, my bias for a while because he's just like the best at everything. So amazing. Uh, and then right now, I really don't have a bias. I've been going between, um, I kind of came back to Key, but also Supermodel. I love him. He just Young makes Woo. me laugh. And I think, yeah, he's. Like I oh, love no, him. that's Hyun Woo. No. Hyun show's name. Yeah, show no. Name. Um, Hung Hyun Hyung Hyung Won Hyung Won Hyung Won. Yeah, Hyung Won. God help us, everyone. We apologize. That's why we have nicknames. That's why his yeah. name is Supermodel. Yes. Um. So he's kind of gotten to my bias, but I'm not real crazy, you know, about this comeback hair. We're going to talk about Monsex's comeback next week. I want to see how their numbers do. They're killing it right now. But, uh, you know, I, I, I have a lot of biases in that group. They're great. <laughs> yeah. They're and great then group. EXO, who is your bias? Oh. That will segue us into the next thing we talk about. Bacon. Bacon. Bacon <laughs> is my bias. I love him so much. He's like, Bacon competes for alt for me. I love him. I think he's just great. Yeah. Everything about him, he's just perfect. His personality, his vocals – I, I just love him. I like who he is. Like the, I always end up picking my bias stronger when I watch behind the scenes stuff and watch the variety shows and you get the yeah. personalities and his personality is just like everything to me. Um, I think my record in that group will be the Macne, the young guy, uh, say, say, Hyun, say, Hyun. Oh yeah. He's yeah. hot as heck. I love him. But for EXO, I'm always going to be about bacon. Um, and I just call him bacon. I love, Hi, Avi. Duh. <laughs> I I don't think I've ever had any other bias. I loved him pretty immediately. Um, yeah, Kai snatched you quick. Yeah, and then um, oh, he's a he's the rapper Chanel Chanel. Yes, I don't know how to yes. say his name. Ch- Chanel Chan- 
Get, help us out, people. We don't know how to pronounce names. Um, <laughs> and I can listen to it a million so times. I just, it, yeah. it doesn't connect to my brain always. Yeah. Same. He's, he's, and yeah. I, I see it in front of me and then it comes out like really awkward. So yes, I, I hear it so, in my head properly, but then when it goes same. from my brain to my mouth, it sounds the pronunciation. It just is so hard. It's like our mouths aren't used to the pronunciation. Yeah. Um, which is another yeah. reason I give every Korean idol so much credit for speaking English. Oh when my they get God, I know insecure, and I hate that they get insecure and nervous about it because I'm like, you guys are killing it. You're trying. You're killing it because yeah. that it's really a difficult language when the alphabets are different. You know, the characters and everything are so. It's completely different. It's hard. Yeah, but we love EXO. Um, like we said, we're multis. I think EXO's like they're like the bad boys. They just have such a sexy kind of masculine energy all the time. Yeah. Um, I love them, love them, and yeah, perfect segue. Let's talk about the other solo that we are excited about this week. Um, Bacon's new mini album calls it the second mini album, Delight. Delight. It was delight. Delight delightful <laughs> i mean this boy he comes out here giving us candy like come on dude i i so i am as you know and now everyone will now learn i <laughs> if i'm not listening to k-pop i'm listening to 90s r&b like those are the mm-hmm. only two that are like ricky martin but that's really where yeah. i live like it is yep. 90s r&b or it's <laughs> k-pop i mean that's pretty much it so yeah yeah. This gave me 90s R&B pop, hardcore. Like I felt like I was back yes. in my room in high school listening to my boombox on a Friday night, yeah. calling in to make yeah. requests on the radio, and I would be calling in for candy, and I would also be calling in for ghosts because that was my other favorite. Oh, don't get me started. But I agree <laughs> with you. I think it's a little bit more pop. I love yeah. his voice. I love his voice so much, and I thought the last one with UN Village, like – that song and that album, that was sexy R&B. I thought, wow. This yeah. one to me is more wholesome pop, 90s pop. Yeah, it's definitely like um, it's, it's a, a lot different of avenue. And yes, it's a different yeah. it's a different avenue for Bacon. I'm just going to call him Bacon, people. Sorry. He said you could on Ellen. He said, call me Bacon. Yeah, I'm, doing me bacon. <laughs> um, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. It's just a different vibe. It's just a different... Oh, sorry. My dog's barking, everyone. Sorry if you can hear that. <laughs> Freddie really likes the album, too, apparently. <laughs> Freddie. Oh. Well, it's 7 o'clock. <laughs> the, and people are cheering for the uh, first responders and yes. essential workers at 7 o'clock in New York. We cheer every night. And Freddie's and cheering, Freddie, too. Freddie is cheering, and he is not happy. One of the neighbors got an air horn, and he's oh, just God. not having it. So Freddie's pissed. Uh, sorry, everyone. <laughs> this is what <laughs> we like. Record in New York City. <laughs> yeah. Do we pause the recording? What do we do? Uh, I I say we go with it. I mean, it's real okay. life. You know. Okay. All right. <laughs> I agree. Um. Yeah. yeah. So I thought like this is a different lane for him. Um. He's one of my biases. I'm always going to want him to do the kind of sexy R and B stuff. But I will say. I think it's a great album. I think it's cohesive. It it, it has a vibe and it hits what yeah. they're going for. It definitely um, is more um, 
not juvenile. I wouldn't say juvenile. I would say just more. Yeah. yeah, it's just a lot younger. It's younger. It's not a different kind of love. Like you know, like your first love, your breakups. How do you get over it? What are you doing? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's very like meeting at the movie theater and having yeah, some having pop some rocks. Candy. Like, yeah, <laughs> having some candy. Yeah, I thought candy was gonna go like when I saw the visuals, which are gorgeous. All the pictures from this rollout and this comeback are just stunning. But I thought it was gonna go more of like the sexy candy. I don't know, double entendre or something. It really went like we're at a movie theater. Yeah, and we're we're gonna eat some candy. Like he really went. They went to a more wholesome, a more PG. Which there's nothing wrong with that. It sounds great. It, it looks it's great. Um, yeah. yeah. And I thought the album too, like it reminded me, I was listening to it during a walk this morning and it really does sound like a great album for like a chill summer party. You know, yeah. I think it, it's a good soundtrack for just a chill party and yeah. having drinks with your friends. Like it's a great album. I mean, he's killing it. The numbers are fantastic. He's so, so big in Korea. Um, but what excited me is he's big here too. You know, when yeah. I looked at the top three albums on US iTunes yesterday, they're K pop albums. And I, like wow. that's yeah. Monster X, X is number, number one. one. Right? Yeah. And then and then bake Bacon's and uh Sugar, Yungis. Yeah. They've all debuted at number one and they're all still number three on the chart. And it's just like that's in the United States of America, the top three albums right now. That's amazing. K pop's taking over. Other people are connecting to this, which is exciting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and um, it just proves you don't have to be Korean yep. or speak Korean yep. to relate to yep. it or to like it or to listen to it or to play it or to promote it or to connect with it. For sure. 110%. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's exciting. I, I think it's a good album. And I agree with what you said. Ghost is my favorite track. I thought yeah, Ghost immediately snatched. out. I like... I love it. I like the melody. I like the beat. I like the lyrics. I was just like, oh, this is this is the standout track on this album. And yeah. I hope he does a video for that one and releases that one. But like you said, who would ghost who's ghosting bacon? Right. Who is ghosting Mr. Bacon? Please tell me. Because they are crazy. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> but ghost, it's true, I mean it says. Right. But I feel like everyone, no matter and I Yes. No matter who you are, you're bacon. Yes. You're the girl in New York, you're a girl in California, you're a guy in Korea, you're a guy in, you know, Montana. We've all been ghosted. Yep. Everyone's been ghosted. And you're very lucky. Famous. <laughs> yeah. The most famous good looking person in the world's been ghosted. Yeah. Because Bacon yeah. just told us he was. Right? He just told us. And now we <laughs> want to go beat up that girl that ghosted him. <laughs> oh, who is this bitch? Right? Seriously, who is this bitch? Like, who we're not going to let you do that to Bacon. Right? No. No one's going to hurt his feelings. Anyone that hurts <laughs> any of our idols' feelings, no. no we're coming oh. for you. We are coming for you. They do not deserve that. They just deserve unconditional love and joy and bright lights. Yeah. Um, But it did produce a lovely song. So, you know, art comes from pain sometimes, and I'm grateful for that. (laughs) It's such a good song. I really, really like it. It's such a good song. I love it. And, And again, like, it's a good album. I just, I like kind of the darker stuff, uh, as opposed to like too much of the bubblegum stuff. Yeah. But I think they were clearly going for something lighter in this one. Um, and, and they nailed the concept they were going for. So yeah, yeah he's good. killing it. It's a good, good album week for music. Great week for music. Yeah. Every week we probably won't have this many new releases, but 
Um, we're going to do deep dives into our favorite albums from our favorite groups and talk about a lot of the details in those. So don't you fret. There'll be tons of stuff for us to talk about. <laughs> and again, let us know if you want us to talk about anything that we have, you know, there's, yes. we'll probably get to it. We'll get to it. But also like if there's something that came out um, that you're passionate about, let us know because we like getting turned on to new stuff. Yeah. That's exciting. We're not close-minded. Um, I want to talk about NCT for sure. NCT Dream, NCT 127, yeah. riding video, the punch video. They've been killing it the past couple of weeks. We've got oh God, yeah. Monster X to talk about. There's We have so much stuff Super to talk M. about. Yeah. Oh, so much. So much. Um, so much. But we're always – oops, sorry. I just dropped something. Sorry, everyone. (laughs) Uh, We're a mess. Um, We're a mess, but we're here. And we're in New York City, and we love K-pop. And when the city opens back up, which it will, I'm confident we're going to get back to a place where we'll be able to see live shows one of these days. And when that happens, Charity and Emily will be there, and we'll come back and tell you everything about it. Um... I dropped it again, so <laughs> <laughs> something just fell off the table, then it fell off the chair. So, all right. We learn as we go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for all the – we're going to try to edit this, so we'll see how that goes. Maybe you won't hear all those mistakes. Maybe you won't. We'll see how Maybe good our editing will. skills are. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, let's pray that Charity can do it, because I'll tell you right now, I'm going to be bad at that part. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> took me a while just to sync my airpods to my computer but we'll get there <laughs> finally use my degree for something <laughs> yes yes charity um, but yeah we're gonna be your go-to podcast for you know k-pop everything k-pop k-pop related k-pop different perspective for sure we're Non Korean speakers, yeah. Non Korean speakers into it. Fairly, you know, newly exposed to it. So that's yes. our perspective. Our perspective, and we're New York girls with some experience under our belt, um, which will hopefully help us and give you something different to listen to. And if you're also a New York K-pop fan, please reach out to us. We'd love to do hangouts and things of those nature when the quarantine dies down um but for now we're we're just recording the podcast we're gonna put as much good content as we can out there and hopefully connect with people people listen (laughs) yeah and if not (laughs) we get to talk about about our favorites it's a win-win for us (laughs) charity and i will talk about k-pop for hours and hours and hours like We'll be on the phone till three in the morning sometimes. And this is yeah. what we're talking about. And people yeah. are just like, wow, what's wrong with you? Nothing. We're passionate. We're living our best lives is what we're doing. Exactly. What's wrong with you that you don't talk right? about K-pop with your best friend for five hours? <laughs> right? What is going on in your life that you don't think that's a priority? That's what I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> Reevaluate. Because we have a lot to talk about with all this stuff. Um yeah, I think tonight I'm going to give Monster X's new album a listen and get stuff ready for our next recording so we can talk about them. Um, yeah. I'm sad Break the Silence is over, 
but hopefully there's, I think NC, NCT has a variety show um, thing that I want to watch. There's some stuff to West watch. X so. has what, a new one coming out too, or they yes. did one. Yes, they have a lot coming out. And they did a V Live yesterday that got great numbers um, oh, talking about every song on the album. Oh, I love so that that's video. exciting. Bacon's been killing V Lives. This boy just is like recording nonstop. He's put so much work into this album. So I'm happy it's doing well and it's being received so well. Um, but then, you know, BTS will do a V Live that just explodes the internet. Yeah. But okay. I love all the content they've been doing. I love all the Twitter posts and keeping in contact with everyone through the quarantine because, you know, it's a lot of pressure for entertainers, but they really are an escape and an outlet for people to yeah. find kind of peace or for people to be happy, dance around or listen to sad songs and feel like they can relate. I mean, music is a huge outlet for people and yeah. especially passionate fans like K-pop fans this has been great. I've I've enjoyed the quarantine because I'm just yeah. There's so much to to distract you. Consume. There's so yeah. much to consume from the K-pop world, and it's just like wonderful content. So yeah. I'm grateful to have the time to really do deep dives into this stuff. But even when we don't have time, like I said, we're on the phone till three in the morning talking. You know, we about always it. make time. For this. <laughs> <laughs> we we will always make time, and we will always make time to record and talk about it with more people. Um, so yeah. I think I think this is a good ending for the first Very ever first NYC, NYC K-pop girls podcast. Um, follow us on Twitter, Insta, all that jazz. We'll have those up and running shortly because we want to connect. So thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>